We are dedicated to spreading the good news of Jesus Christ through all available means with a sole focus of teaching the word, making it plain, sharing it with love. Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for opportunity. I ask that I be a help and not a hindrance, teaching your word, making it plain, and sharing it with love. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. My scripture for this morning is one of my favorite scriptures, 2 Timothy (laughs) 2.15. All right, y'all, let's go. Ready? Show thyself proved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2.15. Grew up with that scripture. If I didn't know no other one, I knew that one. <clears throat> so my subject for this morning is, Jesus is, I am. And I really had to study myself for this. Because, you know, we say Jesus is in whatever situation is going on and what Jesus is to us at that time. Sometimes we go along with what somebody else say Jesus is, and it's not really something that we recognize or acknowledge. So I looked up the word is, and it means not the same as another or each other. Unlike your neighbor, form of quality. The word a.m. kept referring to a.m. in the morning and p.m. in the evening. So I couldn't get anything out of am, but that. So I'm going to start out by saying Jesus is strong. I am weak. I know I have a weakness. Weaknesses. Anybody have any weaknesses in here? I have several. Some of them I hadn't even discovered yet. The Bible says that Jesus had compassion on them, and Jesus was full of compassion. He touched the untouchable, restored the dead to their bereaved families, fed the hungry, healed the afflicted, gathered children in his arms. Jesus was both kind and strong. Jesus said, come unto me, come if you are weary. Psalms 18 and 2 says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. This is a reminder that we can find strength in God and rely on him in our times of need. Jesus' strength was displayed when he voluntarily endured the agony of the cross to save us. How many would volunteer to do that? So that just goes to show how strong he was. Jesus' story teaches us that strength isn't just physical, but also involves having courage, patience, and faith. Throughout the Bible, we are reminded of the strength that comes from relying on God, trusting in his will, and having faith in his love for us. No matter what difficulties we face in life, we can draw on the strength of God to get through them. Philippians 4 and 13 tells us, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And there's an old saying, only the strong survive, but you can't survive without Jesus. So, number two, Jesus is the way maker. I'm a troublemaker. I'm on the way. And when I say I am, hopefully it's past. If it's present tense, not future tense. So when I'm saying that, that's where I'm coming from with this here. I'm not saying I am the troublemaker this morning. Maybe later, I don't know. It depends on what comes up. So John 14 and 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man, no one comes to the Father except through me. He has made a way for man to go to God. Isaiah 26 and 4 reminds us, trust in the Lord. 
forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 40, 1, 3, 11 talks about Jesus came to be the way maker. He came to make a way for us to be restored to our creator. Without his sacrifice and death on the cross, we would not be able to partake in God's plan. Jesus created the only way back to God. Jesus is the only way. Which way are we going? Jesus is love. I can be unlovable. Y'all know that saying, I can be a hater. She's just hating. He hating. But 1 John 4, 7 through 12 tells us that God is love. And it reads, Behold, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this world, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us and sent his son to be the atonement for our sins. Beloved, if we love, if God so loved us, we also are to love one another. No one has ever seen God. So if, one, if we love one another, God's abi God abides in us and his love is perfect in us, perfected in us. Colossians 3 and 14 tells us, and above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. 1 Corinthians 13 and 13 says, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And love is mentioned 442 times in the King James Version. Jesus hears, I listen. I listen to what I want to listen to. I hear what I want to hear. It depends on who's talking and what's being said. Right. So I don't know about y'all, but it's easy to listen to what people say and don't remember what they said. But I remember Mr. Drake used to ask me, he said, Godfrey, did I make you mad? I said, yeah. He said, well, you heard what I said. <laughs> and he always made me mad because I heard what he said. Right. But it was for instruction, and it was for good instruction and wise counsel. So Romans 10 and 17, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Luke eleven twenty eight. but he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Here at Faith Temple, we say my life is getting better after I've heard and done the word of God. There's a good one here. Jesus and simplicity. I am Vogue. Any of you heard of simplicity? The pattern, in vogue the pattern, well, simplicity was a simple pattern. So if I wanted to make a skirt, it could be a front to back with a waistband, it, elastic in the waist. Simplicity would call for two pieces. Vogue pattern would call for eight pieces. And it would be the same skirt. So it was just more easier and simpler to use simplicity. So Narcotics Anonymous even tells us to keep it simple. Life is and can be complex and often very stressful. It's easy to lose sight of our spiritual priorities. Keep it simple. Many people are realizing the importance of getting back to the basics. Apply this to our spiritual life and we will find great blessings in the refocusing on what the Bible calls the simplicity that is in Christ. Christ is so easy to love. We used to sing that song, so easy to love, and it's real simple. Jesus is the truth. I am a liar. Truth is rooted in the eternal God who's all-powerful and unchangeable. I could be on the phone with somebody that's been on there for a while, and I say, I got a call coming in. 
Nobody calling. And and listen, since since we're talking about, I'm talking about calling. Yesterday I was at a memorial service and I called this guy's name, Calvin. Calvin looked up. He came back there and told him he thought the Lord was calling for him. And it was funny. It was funny. You know, we had a good laugh. So Jesus prayed, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is true, John 17 and 17. The first step on the way of truth is taken when Jesus shines his light into our lives and we acknowledge that we are sinners in need of forgiveness, atonement, and justification. This can cause us to repent. John 8, 32 tells us, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Truth is far more than facts. It's not just acting upon, it's not just something we act upon, it acts upon us. We cannot change the truth, but the truth can change us. It sanctifies us, it sets us apart from the falsehoods. Psalms 86 and 11 says, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. So Jesus is our shepherd. Jesus is a good shepherd. I'm his sheep. Sheep might be dumb, but they're not stupid. John 10 11 says, I am the good shepherd. <laughs> the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. When we have a lot of stuff happening or going on, we pray instead of acting out or act stupid about the situation. Because a lot of times when something happens, we'll act out before we pray. Because, you know, sometimes some stuff just comes naturally. And when we're used to doing it, when something happens, we do what we normally do. We can act up. And then we can get somebody to act up with us. We acting up, they acting out. Next thing you know, they fighting in Jovis. <laughs> well, last Saturday, I know, because I was going to tell you one. Last Saturday, my mind said, when I ride upon this woman, jump out the car at her. That's what my mind said. Then my mind said, well, are you going to be able to jump? <laughs> right? How far can you jump, right? But then Psalms 105 and 15 came to my mind, touch not my anointed. Or touch or try to touch or harm any of, any of God's children. God protects all that believe in him, all who are called by him, all that follow him. Remember Psalms 23 and 1 tells us, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus is a healer. I am in need of healing. Five ways Jesus can heal, and he will heal if we let him. Number one, Jesus heals loneliness. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. 1 John 4 and 12. Number two, Jesus heals the sickness of sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to clean us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1 and 9. Number three, Jesus heals physical ailments. Whatever we battle, he is making right in his timing and in his way. That's why I be telling people, y'all keep telling me about a knee replacement. Jesus is going to work it out. Maybe by the time I get ready to do it, it might be one I just, hey, put on and keep going. So Jesus is a healer. Number three, Jesus heals physical ailments. 
Whatever we battle, he is making right in his time and in his way. And while it's powerful to pray for healing, we must learn to trust in his timing. Number four, Jesus heals emotional wounds. When we are open, when we open our hearts to Jesus, he can come in and tend to our sleeplessness, anger, bitterness, frustration, fear, depression, anxiety, and many more. We all know what I was or if they were not uh, announced out here. So he can hear, Jesus can clear the clouds of confusion and direct our steps. The more we meditate on his promises and power, the more we can confess our needs for him. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. Number five, Jesus heals hopelessness. His ways are not ever going to be our ways. His power remains an immeasurable mystery. But he is always working all things for the good of those who hope is in him. And when Jesus heals, he asks that we go and share the good news with others. Luke 7 and 22. We're familiar with uh, the 8th chapter of Luke that talks about the woman with the 12 years of uh, uh, blood issue. And she went to every doctor she could. She didn't meet Dr. Lee, but she went to, but she went to every doctor, broke. Broke, spent all the money, all she had. So you know she probably was doing some hustling on the side. Maybe had some gigs like Vicky used to get, you know, or some speaking engagements, you know, or iron somebody's clothes. I don't know if they did it back then, but the clothes never looked wrinkled. So we know about that, and all she did was touch the hem of Jesus' garment, just a touch. It could have been like this here with a finger. It could have been just one touch, and she was totally healed, totally healed. And just imagine this. She had that issue that was physical. What about the emotional? <clears throat> what about the hopelessness? That, what about, what about the, the sickness of sin? And I know how she could have felt. You know, you can just imagine all of these things going on inside that we couldn't see outside of this person, right? Yeah, so Jesus is a healer. He's a healer. So that same problem, imagine if you had that problem for two years, probably be crazy, probably be crazy. Going off, all on TV talking about the doctor's a quack because he didn't hear you paid him all this money and it didn't get resolved. So keep this in mind, Jesus is a healer. We just need to tell him we need healing. He already know. But he want to hear from us sometimes. So y'all, in my closing, <laughs> Hebrew 13 and 8 reminds us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. So we need to get to know Jesus personally. And this will stand on my mind and say, Jesus is the wheel in the middle of a wheel. And I'm a spare tire. I said, goodness. I started using it as a joke. I said, y'all wasn't going to get it. <clears throat> but anyway, knowing Jesus is pure love, joy, peace, like nothing we've ever imagined. Jesus is the GOAT. Amen. 